Hello everybody! I'm alive. Welcome back to Just Spoilers, featuring me, Penelope Vaughn. I know, kinda crazy. I was gone for over a month. And you're probably like, why were you gone for over a month? Well, October was the worst month of my fucking life. I say that dramatically. I would say the worst month of 2023, but also the best because it blessed me with a lot of great things and a lot of bad things. And I'm trying to spin every bad thing to be a good thing because everything happens for a reason. But I went through a breakup in October. Not a bad one. I feel like a bad one means there was like king of cars and punching of faces and rumors and that's not the case. But a bad one in the fact that it's taken a chunk out of me <laughs> and I wanted to come back and do the movie The Breakup because I thought that would be funny. But two things. Number one, that movie's a little too real. Just a little too real. I feel like I'd watch it. I like I remember the plot and be like, oh, this is just gonna be me shitting on all of love in every relationship I've ever had. <laughs> and not very funny. And also it's not on streaming. And I do not watch things and view them if you can't watch them easily and legally. This is a very special episode for a lot of reasons because also on top of October and all the bad things that happen on October, for those who don't know me, I am a massive Friends fan. I am going to be doing my favorite Friends episode, season three, episode nine, the one with the football, in honor of Matthew Perry, who is a comedic legend, not to get serious for a second or not crack jokes because that's not what Mr. Matthew Perry would want. He had a lot of influence on me going into the arts and going into the particular field I am. I like to say I'm a comedy writer. We're just going to say I'm a writer and comedy just kind of comes to me like comes in those pieces that sounded arrogant as hell i was trying to avoid arrogance i was like comedy just comes to me no i just somehow the script i could be like i'm gonna be doing the darkest true crime murder ever and there'd be like a knock knock joke in it <laughs> i can't help myself i can't help myself and that is because of mr matthew perry he really has influenced me as an artist and not only that the show friends we're not going to get into it because it's very personal. Friends has a really special place in my heart. And his death did really take a toll on me. Which is so weird. I'm like, I make fun of people for the way they react to, like, celebrity de celebrity deaths. I'm like, grow the fuck up. You did not know this person. What is wrong with you? Matthew Perry. I was driving back. I went to Savannah for the weekend. And I found out within being in Savannah through a text. And I'm driving back. And it like hit me. It hit me because a lifelong dream of mine was to like meet the entire cast. And now that's literally physically impossible for me to meet all of them, which is a selfish reason to be upset. And I am upset that this person struggled through addiction their entire life. And we don't know if they lost to it. I don't want to say, I don't want to say that I assume they lost to it because that sounds mean and negative. I just know that he did not have an easy life, but I'm glad that he no longer has to struggle that fight because when you fight that battle, that battle's an ongoing war. It's not just one. So for that that sake i hope he's resting in peace and that he's in a better place so this seems inappropriate but i'm gonna pour one out for mr matthew perry and i'm gonna take a sip of this wine but also in honor of him you guys now get the pleasure of me coming back and doing an episode about my favorite tv show which i can literally blabber about this will not be the first nor the last episode this is the first sometimes i say things and i'm like is my brain on i feel like it's just my mouth running because I say that some things that just don't make fucking sense. And what I meant to say is this will not be the last episode that I do a Friends episode. They're really quick and easy because the episodes are literally like 22 minutes. Really easy to recap. Fun for me to watch because it's my favorite show of all time. And I hope it's entertaining to say the least. 
so yeah, let's get into it. Wine is being drunken throughout this process, so if I get drunker and start slurring, you've been warned. So, a few reasons why this is my favorite episode before we, like, recap it. Chandler's going through a breakup in the episode. Fitting. During Thanksgiving is a Thanksgiving episode, which is categorically the area French tribes in. If it is a holiday episode, specifically Thanksgiving, it will be a banger right off the bat. This one is even better. I have a faux prop that my parents bought me for my 18th birthday from the episode, which is kind of crazy, which I almost did this episode as a video recording. And I'm thinking if you guys are into the idea of it is doing one a month or let's just try to get the podcast fucking recorded and edited and up. But maybe in the future, once a month, I do a video podcast for this reason, because I literally have the troll doll, which we'll get into for, I don't want to just get ahead of myself. So yeah, seasonally, the topics in the episode, everything falls into place as to what I need to be reviewing right now but also it's just my favorite episode it's the strongest episode season three is my favorite if not the strongest if it may not be my favorite season but it is up there it is in top three at least friends wise because i am a ross and rachel obsessive fan i'm a ross defender if you don't like that log out now because i will defend ross I'm so sorry. I'm a Ross and Rachel fan. I understand the argument, but I don't care. I don't care. That's the crazy 13-year-old me who, like, worshipped the show. She will fight anybody on that topic. Okay. This episode opens on the guys watching football. They're honed in. Phoebe's like, oh my god, like, guys. And she's like, I should start watching this. Halftime joke immediately the moment she sits down to go watch it. It's halftime. Also, while this is happening, Monica and Rachel are making some sweet potato thing with the marshmallows on it. I hate sweet potatoes. Fun fact, I will die on that hill. I think sweet potatoes are just potatoes that just couldn't make the mark. It just, they couldn't be a potato. And now we're all lying to ourselves being like, you're good enough. It's like the participation trophy of potatoes. I'm like, so you're just not a french fry. My french fry doesn't want to be sweet. I know I'm going to get hate for that. I stand by that though. That's the hill I'm willing to die on. But Mon's like, Put the marshmallows in concentric circles. And Rachel's like, I don't want to do that. And then she shows one up Monica's nose and Monica spits it out. Honestly, not that solid of a joke. Friends, you can do better. You do do better. However, Rachel's hair is phenomenal. This is Rachel's hair's peak. And I stand by that. I'm thinking my next haircut might be Rachel season three. Because I also want to go darker. Right now, I have a little ombre moment. You guys do not give a fuck about this, but... But I'm a little tipsy. And I want it twice. So I'm thinking about going deeper auburn red and then cutting it to that length with those layers. Yeah, we feel. It's just beautiful. She just looks beautiful in it. And I'm convincing myself that I look like Jennifer Aniston when I look nothing like Jennifer Aniston. Okay, so we ended on that really weird marshmallow joke that we didn't give a fuck about. We're now learning Chandler and Janice broke up. If you don't know the lore about Chandler and Janice, I'm not going to give it to you right now. Just go watch the show. I'm, and if you're like, I can't do the laugh tracks. I can't do the... I can't do the sitcom format. Eat my ass. I literally eat my ass. I don't care. If you cannot see that it is humorous, then you may not be funny. And I hate to diagnose you right now. That may be the diagnosis. You can get a second opinion. My opinion's always right. Just try it. Just try it. The show's good. But anyway, Chandler and Janice have broken up. He's all moping around. One of my favorite things is like a little speech moment, but my favorite part is... Because Joey's trying to, like, get him motivated he's like to Chandler. And he's like, I want to start drinking in the morning. Don't tell me I don't have goals. That's literally me. That is literally me. I actually was a sober sister for a little bit. But November's not in November. And I will be drinking. I will be drinking. December, I think, going into the new year, I want to be sober. We'll see. You guys tell me how that plays out. Because I, I say these things just like I'm like, I'll post every Monday for this podcast. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> 
like let's be for real with each other anyway so we realized this and then this conversation of like let's go play some football happens and we kind of learn the geller bowl origin story which if you don't know who the gellers are it's ross and monica they're brothers they're brothers they're brother and sister this is how i know the wine setting they are brother and sister and they kind of explain that every year for six years they used to play a little game of touch football but things got too out of control because ross and monica are both way too competitive and one year monica broke ross's nose and they stopped playing their mom said no more football and then they had a little trophy which is a troll doll on a two by four and that was the geller cup it's whoever won that and monica threw it in the lake that's kind of the origin story but we learned that monica fished it out of the lake <laughs> which we'll get to later in the episode but they're all like come on guys let's play football and then ross is like i don't know and then monica goes what and then he's like okay let's play football also rachel just wins not only hair this season but fit both the opening fit with the striped shirt number with the 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 skirt and the tights and then the football fit oh my god fire like i want both of those in my wardrobe stat i just want to dress like all of the friends come like everybody has style even fucking ross <laughs> even ross has more style than the men today if you are a man or woman or whatever you identify as go to friends go watch the show and get your style from them because to be honest it never ages it may be 90s style but like i don't know it's fucking a win to me so now we're on the field they're all in their little football fits all of them are adorable and i think monica goes like we need to pick captains and then chandler goes next we'll pick tenille's i never understood that joke and then it clicked in the rewatching of the this episode perfectly genius writing this is why i love friends first of all if you don't get it it's referencing captain tenille they sing love will keep us together bomb ass song they also have other songs but that's the song i know and i was like fucking hilarious joke i never got i never like registered it and then i was watching it i was like i laughed and i was like i've never heard that joke before that joke has never been in my brain so yes then we pick our teams rachel's picked last and ross is like let's see no i picked you and she's like no you're stuck with me super true i would be rachel i'd either be rachel or phoebe i feel like a part of me is like i would be like the last picked or i'd be picked because like I think I'm really competitive. Now, that's how you know the wine's talking because I never would admit that. I'm competitive in the way of like, if someone doubts my ability, then I'm like, I'm gonna prove you wrong, you fucking idiot twat. But like, on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm like, no, it's fine. I don't really care if I lose or win. But like, if I can tell the other person really wants to win, then it like kicks into my brain. Like, I don't know, some fucking like, my ancestor was like super into winning because I don't know. So it's like a Phoebe thing where like Phoebe's super aggressive. That's how I feel like I am sometimes. They make a little joke because she's like in 30, Monica's like in 30 minutes I have to base again. And, and Chandler's like, look in the pros. It was a bad joke, but we love Matthew Perry recipes. <laughs> they huddle for the first time. Phoebe's making a sentimental moment. She's like, no, this is my first ever huddle. I've never huddled before. Monica and Joey are like, okay. By the way, the teams are Monica, Joey, Phoebe first, Rachel, Chandler, and Ross. Okay. They're huddling and then Monica's like, okay, like, Phoebe, you know what you're doing, right? And she's like, yeah. And then they start talking football stuff, and Phoebe's like, wait, what? And then Monica's like, Phoebe, just so you know what you're doing. And she was like, yeah, I thought you meant in life. Again, brilliant writing. Like, the people that are like, Friends isn't funny, Friends isn't written well. I'm like, watch a fucking episode. 
I get pissed about that. I, I, I really, I have a rule personally when it comes to watching TV. It used to be a season. Sometimes the season is hard to get through, especially in sitcoms because the sitcoms can be like 20 episodes. At least watch the first five episodes. If you're not really feeling anything towards the characters or like what they're about and you're not really attached to the plot, I get it. You can ditch the show. But if you've seen half an episode and you're just hopping on the trend of hating, get the fuck out of here. Like you don't get it then. You don't get it. So anyway, they play the game. Joey scores the first touchdown. We then meet this Dutch woman who's at this park too. Her name's Marga. Marga. We're going to call her, call her Dutch girl because I'm just going to butcher that. Just like they do the show the entire time. And Chandler and Joey are both into her. Point blank. We also cut and Ross and Monica are kind of arguing about football rules and all that stuff. And Ross mutters some bullshit like mean ass comment and monica goes i heard that and he goes well i said it loud i'm sorry this is where i'm a ross defender i would say some shit like that well i said it loud that's me my roommate my past roommates can tell you that's me i will say the most bitch ass thing and then be people will give me a side well i fucking said it out loud i said it loud and clear take note bitch i kind of resonate with ross that he didn't back down on that like, we gotta give Ross some points, you know? We then have Joey versus Chandler. They're debating who's gonna ask for her phone number. Joey's like, I'll let you have her because you're going through the breakup. Chandler's like, I don't need your fucking pity. I can get this girl if I wanted to. And that is so true. I know the Joey girls out there are gonna be a little on defense because I'm a Ross defender and a Chandler girl. I do love Joey. I do. But I want to marry Chandler and I defend Ross because I think Ross Ross has a little bit of a hate train going. And I'm sorry. But like if I was presented with a, a Chandler and a Joey, I would go with the Chandler. He's intelligent. He has a stable job. He's hot. He's funny. A funny man gets at least 10 to 15 hot points from me. Personally, like Joey's funny in not an intentional way, but Chandler's got the jokes, man. And a part of me wants my significant other to be a little bit of a stand-up. You know, crack a little wise one. I don't think that's a phrase at all. I think I just made that fucking up, to be honest with you. Okay, so we got that little debate going. I know in it, I'm pretty sure Joey, like, makes a comment like, you're good at math. And Chandler goes, math? You're giving me math? I just love the way he says things. It kind of reminds me of, like, a Josh Peck. The way Josh Peck knows what words to put the enunciation on Chandler's the same way it's different but as comedic actors they both just understand what the punchline is and they punch it like they're fucking Rocky Balboa they're being the shit out of that punchline and I have mad respect for that because the math you're giving me math makes me laugh every time every fucking time I know it's coming you think I don't know the word by words of this episode but math you're giving me math I would quote that I would quote that that should have been my senior quote and then we have a little huddle of Chandler Ross and Rachel Ross is a little bit of a dick he's like Rachel you're gonna go long she does the thing where she bounces the fucking football off his head that is wild blocking I'm sorry like <laughs> the film person in me the director in me is like that is wild that was beautifully staged I kill to have actors with that much physicality and a prop with that much bounce so then we are playing a play i don't really get the football thing i know they're doing a little play and chandler tries to stop joey by grabbing his jersey he rips it in two joey's like what the fuck that's my favorite jersey he's like well now you have two you're right i am good at math fire line fire another banger this this fucking episode is banger after banger after banger ross and monica shocker get into another argument about football ross has one of my 
favorite line um, probably in this season maybe the entirety of the show not the entirety of the show but it is up there with favorite lines it goes cheater cheater compulsive eater like as a little taunt to her every time it kills me now we're not here to trigger anybody's little eating disorder moment but the part of me that's like that's fucking funny that's fucking funny so cheater cheater compulsive eater he's calling me out babes <laughs> He's calling me out. He's calling a lot of us girlies out. But it fucking slayed. I wish, like, I was that quick wit to come up with something like that with people. To be honest, I wish I could, like, have a personal, like, friends writer with me to just insult people. <laughs> we then learn about the troll nailed on a 2 by 4 because then it cuts because the timer goes off. And they go back to the house and discuss things because Ross is like, I'm not going to play with a cheater. And then Monica's like, I bet you will. That fish is not a lake. So I guess we didn't know about the troll doll before that. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. If this was a visual episode, I would show my troll doll. I'm literally looking at it. It's in my office currently. And my parents got it customized with her names on it. So it, like acts like who won which game super cute when we go back to play the game and they're like re like starting after all this trash talk and rachel goes so are we not having dinner at all and it's such a throwaway line like in the background and that's like so me coded like we have a montage of them playing all this bullshit and then they have a huddle and rachel's eating a soft pretzel and Ross was like, where did you get that? Like, almost like jealous of it. She's like, I went really long. Iconic. That's also another good line of this episode. Um, Ross is such a fucking sore loser. He's like, you will, you gotta pick first. I hate people like that. As much as I'm a Ross defender. I hate people like that. It's like, you just gotta admit when you're doing bad. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes people are just better at you. Like, better than you in life. <laughs> so he's like... You're such a sore loser. And then Monica says something actually intelligent back. And he just goes, and she goes, what a great argument. Exhaling fire line. We then go into this thing where Monica's like, fine, you want to play this bullshit? We'll do girls versus boys. And I'll take like, you, like, I think she takes the winning like number or I think she gives the winning number to him. I'm unclear on that. I've had a few glasses of wine. She's basically like, let's do girls versus boys. At some point, like the Danish lady's like, when are we going to eat? When's the Danish lady invited to Thanksgiving dinner? I thought she was just watching them play. At what point was like Chandler and Joey like, you should have Thanksgiving dinner with us? No. Also, like, isn't it only made for a certain amount of people? Like, do we have another enough to make another plate like a little greedy miss danish lady i shall say we go into this whole point where chandler's trying to show that joey's stupid and he's doing a little geography lesson he's like joey where are danish people from and then he talks about the netherlands and then joey's like that's where peter pan's from it's a throwaway joke it's a throwaway joke ross gets fed fucking up with it and he like asked her which guy he, she would want to be with but he asked it in the most <laughs> like condescending way in the most new yorker voice ever his new yorker came out for a second he goes who which one of my boys do you want to take back to your windmill um excuse me <laughs> if she was not danish and he made a reference to anybody other's culture that would not have aged well i don't know if that aged well now um i laughed at it because maybe i'm a bad person the windmill joke i was like Okay, that's that was true New Yorker. Like I felt like a New Yorker wrote that fucking line. Miss Miss Dutch girl chose Chandler. As she should, but then Chandler kind of dances and ruins it. And she's like, you're a fucking loser. Never mind. And then they're huddling and they're so close score-wise. And Monica goes, like, this is for girls everywhere. This is for every time a guy had like one eye on the TV while making out with you. And baby goes, Oh my god, you dated a guy with a glass eye too? That's fucking wild. I don't think I'm strong enough to date a guy with a glass eye, to be honest. Is that bad to admit? This is the wine talking for sure. I actually have a story in high school, 18 years old, 18 of age. I had just turned 18. I was going through 
a nasty on and off relationship with this man. I'm going to call it on and off. We were off. Always off after we were on. But in my delusional head, we were on and off. And my friend Sabrina, love her. Because I had grandfathered out there. What the fuck? I had aged out, unluckily, that I couldn't purchase nicotine. At 18 years old, I bumped it to 21. So she had bought me a secret pack of cigarettes. And I was going to smoke for the first time. And I was really sad one day after school. And I went to the Taco Bell to get myself a little treat and I was gonna smoke a cigarette in the parking lot because the parking lot shared with a Harley Davidson where I lived I was like this would be so badass I went in to buy the Taco Bell and I got hit on by an employee with a glass eye and the cigarette that I had after was more of a I was trying to console myself that I was dropping from the guy that I was already into slash on and off with to a man I'm man, like, I'm saying late 20s, early 30s, with a motherfucking glass eye, working at a Taco Bell, hit on me. I had to reflect about a lot of things. What vibes were I giving off in the Taco Bell to get hit on by glass eye? I rejected the advances. I rejected the advances, obviously. But it was an eye-opening, <laughs> poorly timed joke, an eye-opening experience, say the least. And I did have that. That was my first cigarette. And it was awful. I chunked and I put it out before I could even finish it. I was leaning up against my parents' Jeep that I drove. It was a really weird story. So I actually have had an experience with a glass eye, so I relate it to this comment by Phoebe. So then the girls start playing dirty, where like Phoebe's flashing them. My biggest shock was, is Phoebe playing football without a bra? Because brave, brave. And that's not in a condescending way. I could never. And so when I see people like that, I'm like, free it, girl. But it doesn't look like she has a bra on. Not that I'm, res I'm respectfully looking respectfully the slow-mo high five that the boys do is kind of iconic i'm not gonna lie like i've used that gif i love that imagery so then they do a play where rachel plays it and she fails she throws the ball at monica's face and they have to rehuddle and then monica's told to, and monica tells oh my god monica tells rachel to go long and she's so sad she's like go long and then we're like then it's like this huge slow-mo sequence with the song the natural by randy newman playing in the background iconic track and monica just throws the ball to rachel because um she's getting illegally tackled by ross and the cover on phoebe is also illegal but i guess we don't talk about that of course rachel doesn't rachel catches it but she doesn't run it the whole time so the ball's still in play because she throws it down and nobody scored a touchdown and so monica and ross are holding on to the ball and, and they're just arguing about it and then it cuts and the rest of the gang besides monica and ross and the dutch woman are eating thanksgiving dinner and rachel and phoebe are like isn't there like a national football league we could join like this was so much fun and they're like yeah it's on sunday and mondays because it's the nfl and they're like Oh my god. And then Rachel goes, oh, I work Mondays. <laughs> so true. And then it cuts and the bit is that Ross and Monica are still holding on because they want to see who wins the fucking Geller Cup. It's a brilliant episode. I think you guys should watch it. I don't know if this retelling of it does it any justice, but I definitely wanted to do it in honor of October being the month that October was it for Matthew fucking Perry. I hope you guys enjoyed this micro episode. I do have Grease recorded and partially edited it literally just has like i think 30 percent of the episode needs to be finished and so grease will be out at some point it's just those episodes take me so long so i might do more micro episodes you guys might get less full length movie reviews and retellings because they're so long to film and edit and i do have work i do work <laughs> so it's a little harder as to when i 
started this. I was in a very different state. I think I might do a New Year's episode. I might, there's a lot of things I want to do. And we have Christmas coming up. My favorite movie of all time is a Christmas movie. So I think that maybe we'll be doing that because I have so many bits in that movie, truly, that I could talk about. Also, I just hope you guys really enjoyed this. I'm really thankful to all my friends who have texted me and mentioned, where the fuck is your podcast? Like, the first two episodes were so fucking funny, and, like, you just disappeared. And I'm like, um, you all are personal enough to know that I'm going through something <laughs> right now. Um, but I'm so appreciative of everyone who's listened to this. And if you're going through something, I feel like we all went through a hell month in October. Like, even if it was, like, just little bad things, like, October was not a good month for a lot of us and my mantra is just to get through november and that december and january it'll be amazing january is my birthday month so january will be fire um but also december's christmas and i feel like christmas brings a lot of good things and a lot of good vibes and it did not feel like a halloween at all i feel like oh my god halloween passed us in the night halloween was just like oh it was a fleeting thought a fleeting thought of a holiday whereas i feel like christmas has been kind of amped up i don't know about y'all but i've been getting my fucking christmas starbucks and duncan i'm more of a duncan girly if you don't know i love duncan but sometimes i order something christmas themed from duncan and i'm handed a fucking black coffee so like I get more of my Duncan and more of my Christmas stuff from Starbucks. But yeah, if you guys are interested in any sort of review, it could be an episode from a TV show, a book, a um, specific movie, by all means, please leave it. I think up until 2024, I'm kind of just going to do whatever I feel. There's not going to be themes. There's not going to be a schedule. I just kind of want to get more episodes out there. So bear with me. 2024 will be a reform of the podcast, but I feel like it's going well. I feel like the episodes that I do produce, you guys really do like. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> it's more work than you guys think it is. I say from the comfort of my home drinking glass of wine as if this is hard work when I could be fucking homeless. But yeah, I'm so thankful for everybody. If you know me, if you don't know me, for listening, it means a lot. Just spoilers is on its way to be an actual fucking podcast. And I'm so appreciative, genuinely. And honest, from the bottom of my heart, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. I really hope your battle is over and that you're in a better place. Genuinely. Alright, guys. Till the next episode, which will be Grease. Which get fucking hyped because that is a good-ass episode. I was re-listening to some of the stuff that I made and I was like, oh shit. You guys are gonna laugh for Grease. Grace is going to be a sing-along. I don't actually sing, but you guys can sing along. We'll be ranking the songs from best to worst and just a bunch of lore that you might not know about Grace. So look forward to the next episode and thank you. And that was Just Spoilers with Penelope Vaughn.